grapes only grow if they stay on the vine. Did you know Christians are like grapes? Jesus sure did. Hi, I'm Josh. Welcome to Honestly Radio. I have a garden. That's garden in air quotes. It once served that purpose, but lately, it's more of a compost pile. Then, one day, I happened to glance in the garden, and I actually saw stuff growing. Three little pumpkins and one tiny zucchini. Naturally, I was excited about our newfound pumpkin patch and began looking forward to seeing the tiny zucchini transformed into my wife's world-famous zucchini bread. Seriously, it's amazing. That is, until a few days later, my four-year-old daughter came in from the backyard, more proud than I've ever been of any accomplishment, hoisting the tiny prize zucchini into view. Look, she said, I found a food. Apparently, she was also excited about this unexpected treasure. Will it get any bigger? She asked. Not really, I answered. Please don't pick the pumpkins. We want them to keep growing. Okay, she giggled and then bounced away. We've adjusted our dreams now to the possibility of zucchini pancakes. I'll keep you posted. Jesus shared the foundation of Christianity using imagery of a major food at that time, vines and grapes. It's a crucial one to understand how we're meant to interact with Christ and what the lives of believers should look like as we grow and mature in our knowledge and understanding of Jesus. The Gospel of John records this in chapter 15, verse 1 from the New Living Translation. Jesus says, I am the true grapevine, and my Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit, and he prunes the branches that do bear fruit so they will produce even more. You have already been pruned and purified by the message I have given you. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it's severed from the vine, and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. The truth unwrapped here is so simple and yet so profound. Unfortunately, as Christians, we often skip over this missing the deep truth that can forever change our lives and then wonder why God feels absent in ours. Jesus is the only way to God. That's why he refers to himself as the true vine. And as we said from the top, a grape can only grow if it's connected to the vine. We cannot cut ourselves off from Christ and expect to grow. And yet, we try this all the time. We try to go our own way, do our own thing, and wonder, where did God go? Answer, he didn't go anywhere. You dropped off the main vine. Reconnect with Jesus. Then you will see growth. Then you will see fruit. Good news. God is not an absent gardener like me. He actively removes all the things in a believer's life that would stop fruit from growing. He cuts away sin and obstacles that would drain spiritual life. And just as the farmer removes anything on the branches that keep them from bearing as much fruit as they can, so God does in our life. It's this duality that is either our extreme blessing or major downfall. And you may be saying, Josh, we're talking a lot about fruit here. Can you tell us what we're actually talking about? Glad you asked. The New Testament describes fruit as godly attitudes, Galatians chapter 5, righteous behavior, Philippians chapter 1, praise, Hebrews chapter 13, and especially leading others to faith in Jesus as the Messiah and Son of God. Jesus is talking to his legit followers here. 
those who have accepted the free gift of salvation. Christ says, remain in me and I will remain in you. As true believers, we must obey the Lord's commands and submit to his holy word, the Bible. When we commit ourselves to God's word, we are devoted to his will and our prayers are made fruitful. Our answer prayers are for our benefit and to put God's glory on full display as he answers them. Let's compare verse 5 with verse 7. Jesus says this, Yes, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I am them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want and it will be granted. When we read this, it offers us the perfect time to look inward and do some self-reflection. What does my walk with God look like? Do I see examples of Christ's work and blessing in my life? Jesus is making a clear distinction between actual Christ followers and those who just say they believe. Which one are you, really? Jesus continues in verse 8. When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my Father. I have loved you even as the Father has loved me. Remain in my love. A beautiful and profound word from Jesus. But you may be saying, okay, I want to do that. I want to remain in Christ's love. How? This is done through our continual obedience to Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and God's Word, the Bible. Then you will be fruitful. Then your joy will be made complete. Then your prayers will be answered. Our blessing glorifies God. How amazing is that? Jesus is calling out to you today. Stop trying to go your own way. Christ says, remain in me. There's so much he wants to do in your life. He wants to grow as much spiritual fruit as possible. He doesn't want to hold his blessing back. But that fruit will only grow in our lives if we're attached to the true vine, if we choose to daily remain in Jesus. The book of John is very clear. In verse 6, Jesus says this, Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. Today, you can choose rich, fruitful, abundant life or slow, withering, painful death that ends in destruction. Seems like an easy choice, right? And yet, the simplest truths can sometimes seem like the hardest to follow. Don't disconnect. Don't wither away. Jesus has made the way possible. He paid the ultimate price so we could connect to God and experience his true blessing. Good news is this. It's only one prayer away. Remain in Christ. Remain in his love. Thank you for joining us today. I want to encourage you to read John chapter 15 on your own. Spend some time today in prayer and reflection. I'm so excited to see what God does in your life. We want to connect with you. Check out honestlyradio.com to join us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. You can also find all the apps we're on where you can download the show for free. I want to encourage you to connect with God daily in prayer 
through the Bible and through attendance and service at a local church. Allow Christ to begin building your faith. This has been my daily reminder on Honestly Radio. Remember, live honestly, be blessed. We'll see you next time.